Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter. 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 And the Half Drunk Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back to Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast. I'm Emily. I'm Sam. And it's our 80th episode. The fuck? The fuck? Eight <laughs> zero. We're just starting off with an F-bomb. You know it's going to be a good episode because of that. Uh, yeah, it's insane. So crazy. We're almost to 100. I cannot and believe And Emily it. is almost to 25. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> having a, a bit of a quarter life crisis not really except for i've never cared about my age like getting older but for some reason i'm having so much anxiety about this birthday i have no idea why because the idea of getting older actually makes me really excited like, i can't wait to turn 30 yeah. for example but yeah and you know this like i don't really care about aging like i think it's a beautiful thing but for some reason, no, I feel I'm the having same way. so much anxiety about being I 25. I feel like there's a societal pressure on us, like, to have our shit more together once you, like, are over the hump and you're, like, actually in your mid to mid to late 20s. That must be what it is. Yeah, I don't know. No, I feel it, too. My birthday's next month and I'm already, like, where's the brown paper bag? Because, like, I'm not ready for 25. And I don't know why, because it's not, like, it's that much different <laughs> from being 24. Because I right. know we can rent a car for cheaper. But whatever. Yeah. Karn was, we were talking the other day and he was like, are you excited for your birthday? I was like, not really, but that's really <laughs> weird for me because I love my birthday. But yeah, I was like, I don't know, like something about turning 25. And then he reminds me that I'm a week older than him every time. But it's oh, fine. Oh, cradle robber. <laughs> yeah. Cougar, <laughs> cougar alert. By seven days. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, my actual birthday is not till the 22nd, which is very fittingly, National Margarita Day. Hey! So, obviously, <laughs> our drink of the week had to incorporate in margarita somehow, but it's a little different. We got this recipe from the tipsy bartender, who we like to call Tom. Who is amazing. If you've never <laughs> watched his videos do it, he's so entertaining. He's the best. His drinks are delicious. I've made them for parties before. Yeah. yeah. He's thebomb.com and this margarita is also fitting because it is a Smirnoff Ice Blue margarita. Blue giving credit where credit's due to Ravenclaw which is Emily's house and we're celebrating her birthday this week so it all just fits together very nicely with a bow on top. So in this Smirnoff Ice Blue margarita you take a glass and you fill it with some ice and then you put in approximately a shot and a half of tequila and you squeeze an entire lime's worth of juice into that. Then you add a shot of blue curacao. Curacao. That one again. Fuck, <laughs> it's so hard. I know we've got corrected so many times. We've been told, but I just, it doesn't come out of my mouth. It right. never sticks. Someone send us a voice recording. Maybe it'll blue stick then. Curacao. A shot of that. And then you pour an entire bottle of Smirnoff Ice Original into the top. And then you just leave a little bottle in there. So definitely will get you half drunk. Probably will get you fully drunk off of one. So just fair warning off of that. Also, it reminds me, so not so much the taste, but in Pittsburgh, uh, which I obviously 
lived there for a while. I went to college there, and that's where I became like legal drinking age. But there's a thing called a yenzerita, which is a margarita with a corona sticking out of it. And so this kind of takes me back there, which is really nice too. Okay, I don't want to burst your bubble, but that's a thing everywhere. Well, it's called called a yenzerita in Pittsburgh. (laughs) So you're not bursting my bubble, but it reminds me of getting those in college. So. Okay. With okay. my queso, which you can't do here. Oh, I've, I had a conversation about queso today, actually, and I was like, oh, my birthday's coming up, and all I want <laughs> is to go to a Mexican restaurant and have queso. So sad. All right. So Anyways. many tangents today. But yes. cheers to 25 to you. Cheers to, to 25. Yeah. Smirnoff Ice Blue Margarita. We're about to get lit. Okay. So Sam sent me a little gift. So as tradition, I'm going to open it. It is blue, so I'm assuming. (laughs) (gasps) What is this? Oh my god. This is awesome, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) So I have the Hufflepuff one, so I figured we could just like ball out one day and like get a motorcycle maybe. I don't know. We're gonna look like rappers. (laughs) (laughs) Sam got me a Ravenclaw Letterman's jacket. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Ugh. Next time you um, come and visit me, well, you need to do like a photo shoot or something. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and honestly, our... it's like kind of cold where I'm recording today, so this is much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ugh. that. Yeah, yeah. So it's good. Pretty awesome jacket. So swagged out as always um, i'm really swagged out just recording this episode i'm gonna take a picture and send it to you so you can it's, <laughs> it's amazing cool well so emily do you want to tell everyone what we decided to do for our birthdays this year when it comes to the theme of the episode or the topic if you will of the episode yeah so last year we did kind of a deep dive on our houses for our birthday which I think was a good introduction. It was the first year of the podcast. You got to know more about us, more about why we are the way we are sort of thing. But this year, we were thinking about it, and we decided for our birthday, we are going to make wishes, if you will, like birthday candle wishes, of five things we either wish we could change or wish that would happen in the wizarding world. Yeah, so, yeah, this idea was actually um, suggested to me by my dad because... Props to the bald. Props to the bald eagle. But I, I absolutely love it, and I think it's a super unique idea, and I just kind of ran with it. So some yeah. of these, I'm sure, won't be shocking to people who have listened to our podcast, but some of them are interesting topics of conversation, so I'm really excited to talk about them. I'm excited to hear them. Okay. And I'm also scared because I don't know what... I'm probably going to agree with you on a lot of these, and it's going to be hard for me to think of some whenever my time comes. Yeah, so Sam um, has not seen any of these, so this is her first time learning about them as well. So number one, which I'm sure is going to be really shocking to people, <laughs> no sarcasm intended, is I really wish there were Marauders prequels. Okay, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I threw myself a low ball here, but it's something that I will be annoying about until Kingdom Come, until we get them, 
either、mm-hmm. in film form or in book form. I'd appreciate either one, to be honest, or show both, form. Both. That would be always、cool. both. I would、yeah. love both. I mean, I would definitely love both. But if we had like an HBO show or like a Hulu original or Netflix original, oh my gosh, could you imagine an HBO show? I don't think they would be able to do it on HBO. Probably not. But, but I think it would be such a good idea, and especially for you know people who are such Potterheads like us. They just eat it up, and it really doesn't make sense to not do it because you could totally profit off of it. Literally,、right? everyone loves the Marauders. Literally, everyone would watch it slash read it if、yeah. they are anything close to a Wizarding World fan.、So、Let me、good. just say literally one more time. Literally, <laughs> they love it. <laughs> Our last two episodes have been Parks and Rec focused. I've been watching Parks and Rec recently, so like all day, but <laughs> literally. Okay, number two is I'd like short stories、hmm. of Harry's adventures as an Auror. So、Ooh. kind of, yeah. So kind of like J.K. Rowling was dropping, you know, some new writing on Pottermore a little bit. Remember that when it first came out, like yeah, yeah. I I wish she would everyone's minds right, like really keeping us on the edge of our seats, refreshing our. Desktop computers that don't exist anymore. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I just think that that would be super interesting. Again, I it would also be cool as a TV show or film, but I think it would be so much more impactful as short stories. Like, I, I don't like kind of like a column of like what he's accomplished this week. Yeah. Well, would you、thing? prefer it to come out like in a basically like a blog format, like、yeah. Harry was writing it, or would you prefer、yeah. it in like? Okay, so. If, for instance, this were to ever be published, and it was like Harry's blog of, we could think of a cool title for it later. I really want to actually. But, <laughs> we should start、um, writing it. No, we shouldn't, because、yeah, then、exactly. we'll for sure get sued. Okay, but whatever. <laughs> Warner Brothers, just leave us alone. So, say it comes out into a blog format. Do you think that there could also be a potential that it could be printed and then just like all of it be together in one book? So, for the people who don't want to keep up with the blog every week, they can just get a book that has all the short stories together. Or does that mean that it has to have like a definitive end? So, like the blog can just go on forever and ever as long as somebody was writing it. I think it definitely could be bound. I. It would have potential to continue as long as J.K. Rowling would want it. I want it to be by J.K. Rowling. Let's get this clear. Pretty much all of these things, I want it to be by her and not like pulled out of someone's head or butt or whatever.、Um, some of this crap. <laughs> okay, just cut that.、But、just pulled、no, out of that. <laughs> oh, good lord! Someone's gonna come for me.、Um, but yeah, I just think. If she wrote a weekly blog type thing, and then after a few years bound them into a book, that would just be really cool. But I don't know. I was really giving this some thought, and you know, he went on some like kick-ass adventures, and definitely brought a lot of people to justice and helped a lot of people out, just because that's who Harry is. So it'd be kind of fun to see him not only doing that, but also maturing as a person and becoming the great. Father and husband and man that we all know he is going to end up to be. So, yeah, that's number two. Yeah, for sure. I think that you are not alone in wanting to know, like Harry as an adult, as a career, what it actually looks like to be an Auror. I think that, actually, I'm pretty sure that we've gotten somebody requesting us to do 
careers in the wizarding have, world eventually, yeah. which it's on the list. We have not forgotten. We are going to do it. But just to really like get an idea of what it is actually like from his perspective to work at the ministry, deal with all of his like past fame and still, I'm sure, current fame and just all eyes on him all of the time and then do a job without having the weight of the world on his shoulders but still doing very important work if that makes sense like it we would get a completely different harry i feel like yeah because he's not scared for his life it's still harry being the hero that he is but (laughs) a little less anxious (laughs) yeah i feel like he would go into like every procurement of bad wizard or whatever that he had to go after as an auror with like a sense of just blatant confidence and he's like i fucking killed you know (laughs) do you really think i'm scared of you mundungus like okay also do you think the or office is like the precinct in brooklyn 99 (laughs) and he has a doyle (laughs) i think that he would be the doyle no he probably he's he's the doyle i feel like ron would have to be the um jake ron's yeah ron is the jake for sure, yeah. Ron's a Jake. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. Gosh, all the NBC shows. <laughs> We're really plugging you, so, <laughs> you know. Right. Okay, something I would change is bringing Sirius back. While a lot of deaths were obviously heartbreaking to me, this one seemed to be kind of mm, pointless in my mind. Yes, it's... You would sh- bring him back as in, like, not kill him ever in the Not place? kill him ever, Yeah. I understand that Harry needed to have that experience to kind of rock his world again and Mm -hmm. give him another tragedy to motivate him. And I also know that at times he was very problematic, but he was also Harry's only chance at an actual father. And it would have been awesome to have a spinoff or even read it in like the original series of Harry and Sirius going on adventures and learning how to be adults together. (laughs) Because Sirius never got the opportunity to really be an adult, right? He was always in hiding or he was in Azkaban. Yeah. So I just think that'd be awesome. And, you know, I, I get it. I understand why she killed him off. And yes, it was necessary, but also like, I hate it. And not only because it makes me super sad, but because Harry deserved something positive in his life, especially in one of his formative years. She already took his parents. She was going to take Lupin later, which I would have put that, but that was a mere image. And I thought that was really important to the story. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that one brings Sirius back. That's one of my wishes. I mean, yeah, I I agree that it would have been like really really awesome to see and I think that it would have it would have led to having more of a redemptive arc for Sirius yeah um not that he had like a lot to really like redeem but he just would have gotten to mature into like an adult because he never really to be fair was given the chance to actually become an adult like you said like most of his adult years he was in Azkaban like he didn't have to really learn how to be anything different from just a prisoner stuck suffering in Azkaban so I think that would have been really great to see as well but I also think that just because of the points you mentioned that's why it was just such a devastating but important death is because of 
with all of those things considered of how it impacted Harry and the story moving forward. But yeah, I mean, either way, I would have been pretty satisfied, I think. I think we could have come up with a different way for Harry to grieve and experience loss or something. Well, I mean, the year before he experienced Cedric dying and really had to grieve that. So, I mean, and then he could see the Thestrals and then he got to bond with Luna and she got to introduce Luna. So maybe we could have learned about like a long lost Potter relative that just died and he was just like, oh, well, why the fuck didn't anyone tell me about this person for forever? I could have spent my entire life living with them instead of the Dursleys. And he just had to deal with that for a while. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know. It's just something when I was thinking of it, I knew I wanted to save one character and he's who kept popping back into my head. So he's your person. He's my person. Um, all right. Another one I would change and another one that's not going to be shocking to literally anybody (laughs) and which keeps us sort of on our overarching theme of the past few weeks. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, you can can guess. (laughs) My guess is that Ron and Lavender would have never gone together. No, but that's a really good one. But I, I think that that was actually on... My list, so I, you know me, I made a longer list (laughs) and then I crossed things off. That was on my longer list, but I felt that one was extremely necessary to the Ron and Hermione arc. Okay. Even though I hated it because he needed to have her be a little jealous, I think. Yeah. Like he was with Crumb. Even though, yeah, it makes my stomach turn. But the one thing, (laughs) another thing I would change is a redo of the sixth film. Oh, yeah, of course. In the same style as the seventh, which means I think the seventh because not only because they broke it into two parts, but also because J.K. Rowling hopped on the team, um, was very true to the books for the most part. I thought they did a really good job. Yes, some things were left out, but honestly, most of the things they left out was because there would be huge plot holes in the sixth film. So, right. yeah, I know it's not going to be shocking to anybody. No, it's not shocking. I mean, I get so tired of speaking illy about. Well, we have been about the very film, positive in our comparison episodes. I think, yeah, to the and general wild. public, but to each other, it's just like fucking <laughs> bullshit. But yeah, I mean, there. I really try so hard to like certain aspects of it, and I do. And those aspects we have talked about, but it is just such a blatant disregard for the whole. Yeah fucking point of that book that yeah it's just kind of unforgivable i mean i can forgive some of the plot holes in crimes of grenoble just because we don't know what's coming next right i mean if we want to talk about crimes of grendel <laughs> there are some things like the mcgonagall situation spoiler alert if you haven't seen that um absolutely not forgivable but that as was far just as the whole, and like, absolutely not right but what what did they even call him albus's apparent brother that's credence yeah cr- credence what credence. is this? What did he call he he gave him like a name. I can't remember what it is now I because can't I literally either. saw that movie once. Yeah, um, same. <laughs> whatever, Dumbledore. Somebody will tell us. But yeah, that's just I mean, it's it's a stretch. And if JK Rowling's hand is in it, then like we have to accept it as plot, but Yeah, but like that didn't make the list only because like I said, we don't know what's coming next. 
You know? And you know that's not coming out until 2021, 20, I believe. I know. November of yeah, 2021. They, they haven't like, even started filming Hello? Yet. Are we going to make it till then? That's crazy. Uh, we better because we have stuff planned out until then. Oh, I thought we only had it planned out until next January. No. Oof. Spoiler alert, people. We're going strong. <laughs> we are. We got the content. As long as you guys keep listening, we got stuff to talk about. All right. So the last one was one I kind of brainstormed a little bit with Karn on because mm-hmm. if you have Disney+, Plus, I 110% recommend The Mandalorian. Oh, and yes. So here it is. I wish to have a Mandalorian-esque storyline that calls back to the original series but just follows around a random witch or wizard. Hmm. Sort of like Fantastic Beast, but doesn't necessarily have to fall into the same character paths that that does, such as bringing Dumbledore into the story, so on and so on. Like following a random witch during one of Voldemort's reigns or after he is defeated and with the rebuilding of the wizarding world. So... Basically, I think it would be cool to see just kind of the impact that the fall of Voldemort had on somebody. But in a show format. Yeah. In a show format, you get like 45 minutes a week and you could do what the Mandalorian does and bring in like a new director every time. I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. But. I just think the way they did that show, it's just so original and it keeps you in the Star Wars universe, but it doesn't at the same time. And yeah, I think it also yeah, like you hypes get baby, up. You, well, yeah, baby Yoda was just like a Disney. Yeah. Like, you get baby Yoda. So you can get baby... baby Yodas at Disneyland. But... <laughs> and to break all of our hearts. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that would be really interesting, especially if it comes into the format where you get it like once a week like the mandalorian did where you are actively waiting to watch that show it's like so antiquated now to feel like you can't just start a show and binge it from start to finish that i think it would really build hype around it and then also just hype around harry potter and the wizarding world in general even if like you don't know any of the characters just to see hogwarts or to see like diagon alley or just people like saying Expelliarmus or drinking butterbeer it still gives you that general thing in your brain which is how I felt when I was watching Mandalorian I was like none of my favorite characters are in this but I still fucking love it because it's still fucking Star Wars that's how everyone would feel about this so even if it's not a Marauders prequel series just some sort of Harry Potter content I think again would have the same result as if it was a Marauders series like everyone would fucking watch it yeah I just think that that series like you said even though you're watching it and you're not seeing like Han and Leia and Luke and you're not seeing Finn and Rey you're still seeing a character that's so complex that you're so intrigued by because they really did not Mm -hmm. they give you his backstory you build on it right but they don't lay it all out for you no I think that would be a great idea and I think that'd be so cool to just kind of like have a random witch who is either oh 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 this would be so cool so oh I'm getting excited so during Voldemort's second reign, just picture this. You come in and you see this witch who is half-blood, who is getting called oh. in about her blood whatever. 
from Umbridge to go on trial. So she goes on the run. So you follow her, and then she meets up with other wizards and witches like that. I think you need she, to stop pitching this show idea to me and just write a treatment and send it to me. Not even sure what a treatment is, but I'm going to write it up. So, Yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah. good. If anyone can help us make this happen, let's fucking do it. I'm just saying, I think it's a really good idea. I it, you, I mean, yeah, I think you just need to stop talking, and I can tell you what a treatment is. <laughs> or one line and we'll just like we'll start forming a script and we'll start pitching it around well we'll have to pitch it to warner brothers but and to jk rowling but anyways we can do that yeah just think that maybe really then cool. we can finally get her on the podcast oh my god <laughs> that's the dream <laughs> that is actually the oh, birthday yeah. wish um I actually die yes yeah but that yeah those are my five birthday wishes I, again, I, we're just plugging all sorts of things. If you haven't watched The Mandalorian for some reason and you're a Star Wars fan, it's really good. Do it. It's really yes. good. Yes. I mean, I would assume. If you have access to Disney+, Plus, you have watched it. I mean, yeah. honestly, I got it for all the like archived Disney movies, but really, mostly what I watched on there was Mandalorian. I don't McGuire. think I've watched Disney Plus since The Mandalorian went on hiatus. No, I haven't either. Because I would get on there to watch it and then be like, oh, yeah, maybe I should watch That's So Raven. But now, like, I don't really get on there as much. But anyways, so I think maybe to close us out on your birthday episode, we should do some trivia because we haven't in a while. Ooh, that sounds but fun. The question is, do you want me to ask you or vice versa? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll test my knowledge after this margarita. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Question numero uno. Who casts the dark mark into the sky once Dumbledore has been killed? Mm. <sighs> I feel like I want to say Bellatrix, but I don't think that's right. It is right. It is right. Oh, it I should is. never second guess myself. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I haven't read the last part. We're going to have to get on <laughs> of our deep dive. <laughs> um, which student is approached by the snake that Draco Malfoy conjures during the dueling club? That Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Ernie? No, it is Justin Finch Fletchley. Ah, damn it, Justin. Fucking Justin. Yeah. <laughs> damn it, Justin. We have a friend named Justin, and I say that a lot to him. Ugh. Gosh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> Just drink some more of your margarita. It's fine. Yeah, I am a Ravenclaw. All right, I'm going to give you a low ball here. What means of transportation do Harry and Hagrid use during their escape from Privet Drive? The motorbike. Even though it's like a trick question because they're not actually on Privet Drive. <laughs> right? No. They're talking about from... In the seventh book. I thought they were talking about from the first. Anyways. Well, from the first, they escaped the house in the middle of the lake on a boat. On a boat. But then I'm like, how did they get to London? In Deathly Hollows, it's the um, motorbike. Motorbike, yeah. Okay. Anyways, you were right. Both times. <laughs> <laughs> okay. According to Luna, what is a rack spurt? They're creatures that go in your brain and make it all fuzzy. <laughs> yes correct <laughs> let me take a sip all right last question what color is the weasley's flying car bonus points for the make and model 
blue. Correct. It's a Ford. Yep. Father of the assembly line. It's a blue Ford something with an A. Anglia. God. Yep. You got it. Yes. Basically. I'm, I'm so bad at cars. <laughs> I don't know why that specific car has always stuck out to me because I'd never heard of it before until reading Harry Potter. But Yeah. I mean, I knew it was a Ford, and it was blue, and then I knew it started with an A, so basically got it. Let's just give it to me. It's my birthday, okay? Yeah. You did good, girl. You got four out of five. Ain't bad. Not bad. I didn't remember a minor character. Actually, I mean, he would I'm tell not... you that he's not a minor character. <laughs> I'm sure he would. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we don't like him. Oh, Justin. Oh, damn it, Justin. Well, yeah, I'm turning 25. You're turning 25. What's your plan? I know you're going to Pittsburgh. Is someone going to bake you a cake? Please tell me yes. Um, yes. Our friend Kyle. 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 Oh, oh, I love Kyle so much. Our friend Kyle has a cheesecake business. So actually, let me give y'all his I'm sorry. Is this the one that you wanted me to, like, date? Because you didn't mention he had a cheesecake business. (laughs) He told you he had a cheesecake business. I don't remember this conversation. Was it in New Orleans? In New Orleans. I was drunk that entire time. (laughs) True. Um, That's a game changer. That is like my favorite food ever. Let me find the Instagram handle for it. Okay. So my friend Kyle, he has a cheesecake business so he's making me my own cheesecake oh my, my gosh because he is a dream come true so if you are in pittsburgh what an angel yes if you are in pittsburgh please support my friend kyle his instagram handle is donton underscore cheesecake so if you're not from pittsburgh or you're not native to pittsburgh let's just say this you spell that D-A-H-N-T-A-H-N underscore cheesecakes. And this is not a sponsored ad. I just love Kyle. But yeah, so he's making me that. And then I'm hanging out with my brother and some of my friends. And I'm just very excited. Karn got me a trip to Pittsburgh. But yeah, I'm going to see, well, I guess after this podcast comes out, I'm meeting my parents at the beach and taking August to the beach for the second time. Aww. I'm excited about that, but yeah, just kind of keeping it a little bit low key this year. Just going to Pittsburgh and just getting some quality time in. Yeah, that'll be fun. I mean, you haven't been back since you moved, right? So that's gonna be a big deal. Yeah, that'll be fun. Cool. I'm excited. Thank you again for my beautiful gift. I will be wearing that in Pittsburgh. You're welcome. (laughs) I mean, honestly, it was selfish because I was just like, I can't rock this by myself. I need someone else to, like, balance me out. So, (laughs) yeah. Well, I will always be the Ravenclaw to your Hufflepuff. Oh, yay. Okay. Love it. Love you. Happy birthday. Thank you. All the Pisces love to you. Pretty soon it'll be your turn. Oh, I know. All right. Well, next week it's back to your regularly scheduled programming with our character profile on Jenny Weasley. Yeah. So we're super excited about that. One of Sam's top favorite characters. It's going to be good. I'm going to lose my shit. (laughs) All right. So as always, you can follow us at HP Half Drunk on Instagram and Twitter and find us on Facebook at Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast. Also, join our Facebook group 
which you can find right on our Facebook page. It is popping. We're getting like three to five posts a day. It's like amazing. Oh, look at us. Yeah. And also you can listen to us anywhere you listen to a podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Himalaya, all the good stuff. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And while you're there, feel free to give us a five-star review or leave us a comment or whatever you want to hear and we promise we try our best to get back to everybody and we love y'all love y'all bye have a good week (laughs) cheers mischief managed